Vanessa Lee is the founder of The Things We Do, a top injector and a trusted authority in the world of beauty and skincare. Now she's hosting a podcast. Join her as she covers all the things we do for beauty, best kept secrets, and weird shit included. Champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends. Hey guys! <laughs> Welcome. We're doing something very different today. We're at Shopify. Shout out. They don't even sponsor us for doing a thing for them. Just kidding. Byron's here from Shopify. Thanks, Byron. Um, Welcome back to the Things We Do podcast. I have here the Kelly Baker, who is amazing, and she knows I embarrass her on a daily basis. She's a good friend of mine, beauty guru. She treats everyone in the entire world with the most amazing brows. Can we talk about basically every Kardashian? Yeah. Um, how about my ultimate favorite, Zendaya? Uh, what about, um, I mean, tell me some of your favorites. Well, I can't say who's my favorite, because what if they listen? No, who but are, I can who say are some of your girls? Um, well, the Kardashians, um, Courtney, Chloe, Kim, Kylie. Jenner. Most amazing Yay. brows. All the time, which is super awesome. I need to basically move to the valley because I'm pretty much there every week now, which is crazy. Then you'll be a valley girl. Well, I am actually a valley girl. You're from the I valley? I used to live there, yeah. I used to Rachel. live right in their neighborhood. It was so weird. When I went to Chris's house, I was like, wait, I used to live here when I was a kid. And this is so odd. Yeah, I'm from Chino. Nobody's from there. No, not at the, all. Who's from Chino? I think there was an Olympian... That was from there once. The Ball Brothers, BBB, they're Who's going that? through something right now. Lonzo Ball, he was a Laker. Oh, yeah, I don't do sports, just brows. Okay, well, your neighborhood was a lot cooler than mine. Yep. But I still love you, Chino Hills, 909. It's Get nice out there, though. It's pretty. It it's is. Where it's I, really that's nice. where I used to go see you. Yes. She used to come all the way out. So we connected through IG, Yep. right? So Kelly and I, I remember I had been stalking her on Instagram, and then one day um, I – get a dm and it's from kelly and i threw my phone and i was like my bangs i threw my phone and i was like okay i love this woman what is she messaging me about and then we connected and became friends over instagram and then yeah. when i met you irl i was like i'm obsessed with her and i'm le never letting her go which is what's so fun about instagram like yeah. there's a handful of people you just connect with and become yeah. friends with yeah. Like, we've been friends from the get-go. Yes. But we also have a lot of things in common. We do, know? in the beauty world, for sure. And also, I feel like, work, you know how we've talked moms. about work moms also. Yeah. And then in previous episodes, we've talked about how I um, am very big on finding a mentor and making sure that you are able to bounce ideas off of someone who is way smarter than you and who <laughs> has more experience in this field. Kelly is that person for me. Which is crazy because I would not say I'm smarter by You're, any means, but I have been around the block. Life experience. Life experience. Intelligence. She's, I mean, her heart is a million times bigger than mine. I, I feel the same way. So I'm always much. asking her questions. What do you ask me questions about? My face. Well, that's different. I ask her like business questions and no, she's like, how do know, I get my brow to do this? <laughs> no, but that's not true. I like to know like what you're doing and how you're doing. And I feel like you, you've been killing it. Like you're podcasting. You. I don't have a podcast. YouTubing. I do have a YouTube, but I don't do anything with it. You're constantly 
hustling and thank doing you stuff. so much seriously well also i get a lot of advice from ali from be social yeah and then i also i mean like shani darden is also mm -hmm. like a fantastic like wealth of knowledge i can't even take it so you women in the field who have like kind of opened the doors for us like you know new entrepreneurs have i mean it's invaluable all of this stuff i would be still in the dark like in chino injecting and like you know how why chino. do you think that um i think that i've always had a bolder plan but i just yeah. was never sure how to execute it and being connected with women like you who have done the damn thing yeah. have really been able to help shape my entire career and i don't even think you notice it because we're at lunch and i'm like so kel how have you done this and she'll say something completely nonchalant mm -hmm. and i'll be like what i almost made that huge mistake in my career i'm so glad i spoke to her before this so stuff like that okay so i want to ask you really quickly <laughs> tell us um kelly at 10 years old did you think that you were going to have the brow empire that you have now definitely not um but i always loved beauty so whether i was I mean, you know, Halloween, any occasion where I could dress up in anything possible, my mom's heels, my mom's knee-high boots, dancing around with makeup, music. Actually, I, I remember seeing <laughs> my first drag queen when I was probably around 10 at Neiman Marcus. Ooh. And my mom, my mom, you know, I am very observant. And I was like, Mom, I think that's a boy. And I mean, I'm 41. This is a long time ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, but um, I've just, I was always in her purse, loving makeup, um, digging in it. She always kicked me out. And I think anytime anyone pushes me away, I go for it even more. Yeah. Um, but I definitely didn't think I'd be doing, well, I guess not owning a salon, that's for sure. But, and it's hard. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, I do love what I do, and I love making people feel good and, and making them feel pretty. Mm -hmm. um, but the business part of it can get intense, for sure. So I know that you started off with in a place in Beverly Hills, and you mentored with someone. How long do you think it took you to be considered an expert? Because you know how people will say, I'm a brow expert, and right. they just like graduated esthetician school. Like, How long was it until you transitioned into expert status? That's a hard question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think even to this day. I, I question what I'm doing and like, <laughs> is this good enough? Seriously. Um, Getting real with Kelly. You guys know this is gin and juice right now. <laughs> with, Just kidding. It's Biggie. champagne. Yeah. So she's wearing a notorious B.I.G. I remember the, so the person who trained me, his name was Damone Roberts. Um, and he used to ask me to do his eyebrows and I would be so freaked out by it. Because he was the best. Yeah. And, and he was so good. And he'd say, Kelly, do my brows. And I would run. I'd either pretend I had to go to the bathroom or I was busy. I, I just can't made imagine myself you being busy. nervous like that. Oh my God. All the time. I was like freaked out by it. Like so freaked out by it. And then at what point did you decide, okay, it's time to leave here and it's, I'm going to do my own thing now? Well, I had a baby. So I went home on maternity leave and. Um, from that point, like I always wanted to be in the beauty business also because you have your own freedom, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. like we can make our own schedule, not have to work a nine to five, not be in an office. Like I would die mm -hmm. doing something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that's initially part of why I did it. Um, and there were rules and you know, I didn't really want to have rules. Yeah. Plus I was having a baby. So yeah. 
I was the only person there that was having a kid. No one had children. And I just wanted my own freedom in my own space. I stayed home for a year. Um, and I started all over a year later in Venice. So I went from Beverly Hills to Venice, mm-hmm. totally from scratch. Um, and it, it, that's the thing. Like I have friends now that I try to recruit even yeah. from back then, my friend Marissa, mm-hmm. um, who started at, at Demones with me and people are so scared to start over mm-hmm. and it's like, people are going to follow you. It doesn't matter where you go. It's not that far. Like, you know, I drove to yeah. you and Chino. Yeah. My clients come. Like I it, could not believe it. What? So thankful that you came out to Chino one day because I was like, little old me. There's no, like dust you're amazing. Here. People are always going to go to their stylist, yeah. their doctor. This I is do one thing that, that I, I do teach in my master classes is that, you know, especially to women. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically everyone I teach is a woman, which mm-hmm. is I love. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, is that we can make our own schedule. And being a single mom, I can work two days a week, leave at 12, leave at three, do what I need to do. And I know it's scary. And a lot of women think they have to work so many hours or they have to work Saturdays. I worked Saturdays until my son was, I don't know, maybe eight or something. And then I was like, I can't work every Saturday and never be at home on the weekend. So you paid your dues. Oh, yeah. I totally paid my dues. That's like... Even before him, and I would imagine that you were still working Saturdays. So it's like, what, a good 10 years of Saturdays? At least. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the hard part of, like, business now is people don't realize, like, the hustle and what you have to put into it to be able to not be there that much. Right. Because I do have girls who want to apply and, like, work with us. And they'll say, I can work, like, a Tuesday and maybe a Thursday, but no weekends. And I'm like, I did every weekend for 10 years. Right. Yeah. And had two little kids waiting at home for me at the end of that and it's an entire process and you really do need to work up to that yeah I think that's what's really hard I mean I know I keep saying really hard but I from being in the business and growing it and building it Mm -hmm. you and I from scratch before there was social media that's like the true nitty-gritty get down to it putting in the work now you can post pictures and say you're Mm -hmm. an expert Mm-hmm. And not have any kind of background, which is great for people, right? But it also takes away from the people who've like hustled, right? I and, think it's, I think it's definitely a little fraudulent, for sure. Okay, for sure. so <laughs> I have a question about your business growth. So you started your own business, and then um, you started scaling. So then you employed other women to work with you Mm -hmm. and you trained them and that grew tell me about the struggles of scaling and growing your business tell me that part and then I'm going to ask you about what the payoff is afterwards I mean honestly we grew because of Instagram I think people just like how I reached out to you people would reach out to me and say can I work here? Are you hiring? And it basically just became a cycle of people coming and wanting to be there. And no one came with a clientele. You know, we did um, last year, we have meetings all the time. My best friend works with me. And she actually does like the statistics and learns like how many people we do, which I would never do. Mm-hmm. Um, but last, so last November, we had 500 new people in just november wow last year 
That's crazy. Yeah, that's huge. Like, so that is because of social media. Yeah. Us posting pictures and my girls reposting and them making videos. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so important to do all of those things. So a lot of them have left and started their own thing. And that obviously is tough as well because then I have to start over and building another person. Yeah. So in the Um, injector world also, I would say it's the same thing. A lot of... um, injectors are employed and I know that a lot of business owners are worried about you know I just give everything to this injector I take them under my wing and then I show them the ways and then how do I know that that person is going to stick around or not so don't it doesn't matter there's no that you just don't honestly I'll drink to that yeah cheers so then what's the I mean, what's your secret sauce to it? Obviously, you've kind of figured out. I don't have a secret sauce. I'm on a whole new round of new girls. We're all just figuring this out? Yes, every day. I mean, it's funny because people always say don't work with your family or friends. And the two people that I can trust the most are my best friend, Natalie, and my cousin, Jason. And my cousin is my CEO. They're so lovely. And Natalie runs my business, like the two of them. Yeah. And those are the two people that I know have my back. Yes. You know, my it's, it's been a hard for me. cousin is my show producer. Yeah. You have your family here, too. So. Yeah. And my husband's our CFO. Exactly. He filmed our last video. Yeah. I think that, for the most part, it's really difficult to work with family and friends because if there's conflict, then yeah. you're worried about preserving that relationship afterwards. I mean, being I think it has to be someone that like you're really, really close to, though. Yes. And also not just like like a friend. We will yell at each other. We will. And then in in two minutes, it's fine because that's just the way we talk to each other. And we know each other well enough that it doesn't get in the way. But I can see how if you're like acquaintances, if you speak incorrectly to someone or like overstep or say something that you think is normal, but it rubs them the wrong way. Then there goes that relationship and the kids don't play anymore. And then you're (laughs) fucked. So, well, that's what sucks, too for and I know you're super friendly like I am I become friends with these people yeah and then but you're also the boss so you have to put rules in place but then hang out with them and then they text you things that they shouldn't be texting you and you say wait leave me out of this talk to someone else and it just sucks yeah I hear it super that. sucks I'm like I, I, you have to take yourself out of it but yeah. your feeling my feelings are still attached to all of it so it's been really like a learning experience to like detach my heart yeah (laughs) which is not easy yeah it's not easy when you wear your heart on your sleeve and you are a natural people person for sure 100 natural people person and i love to help people yeah so growing my girls is fun for me i enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. so when if it goes like obviously if someone leaves on good terms great amazing i hope you guys kill it Mm -hmm. but when someone does it shady or you know just rude it's just it's just it's just it stings yeah, yeah, I totally hear you. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions about growth in the product line. Okay. So you started off with a brow, with a, one brow product, correct? And then now you have how many SKUs? I'm so bad at this. Um, like over a dozen? I would say maybe 14, yeah. probably more, but I don't know. And all surrounding brows, and they're yes. all doing very, very well. Yeah. So walk me through the process of how you chose specific colors, how you chose, like how did you decide on certain things in growing your line? Because I've I know you're a perfectionist when yeah. it comes to quality. 100%. Uh, perfectionist is my middle name for sure. I'm a Virgo freak. That's why brows. I love Virgos. Oh, my God. Virgos. Beyonce is a Virgo. Virgos yes, are the hardest is. working people ever. Natalie's a Virgo, too. Only hiring Just Virgos saying. from now on. <laughs> um, 
but I am a total perfectionist. So anything that I touch or see or am going to attempt to sell to someone mm-hmm. has to be perfect. If it's flawed, I'm not going to put that out there. I recently went to a show. I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Um, where I had brushes of mine that I had pulled out of a package and went to use on someone to to um, display, like okay. to show how to how to fill in their brows, okay. and it was really really fat, and I about died. I was like, "What what is this? Where did this come from?" And someone was trying to save money and order brushes without getting the okay from me somewhere <gasps> else. No. And I was like, "How many of these are there out there in the world? Oh, like no. trash them all? I'm gonna die." Um, it, I'm gonna die. Like this shit sucks. It needs to go in the trash. I don't give a shit how oh many there are. God. Like it's no. Um, because what happened to that person? Did you find out who it was? And then you they were don't like, work there anymore. But not because of that. I mean, I mean that's obviously one reason. Yeah. But that's Lesson not like learned. hey, you're fired. Um, but that's also part of what is hard too about growing your business and having people involved in what you do. Yeah. I care about the quality of the services that people get and the products that they get so my line is super small there's not a lot of SKUs. there's mm-hmm. not a lot of products because i don't feel you need tons of things mm-hmm. for your brows mm-hmm. obviously you know a lot of lines are constantly coming out with a new color a new shade a new style a wax a pomade of this of that it's like it's just too much it's right. an eyebrow right you know and even when people are like oh my god i do brows i'm like it's just it, it yeah i do but it's brows like it's yeah. not fucking yeah rocket science yeah you know <laughs> i love that i'm serious okay, so a lot of people you sell everything on your own and on your website and i know that a lot of people who have specific products are trying to get into the big box stores like sephora and ulta tell me why you have decided to keep private about that and not go into a big box store because you i know that you have had many opportunities to well, obviously being in Sephora or Ulta or, you know, Nordstrom's or anything would be very cool, right? I mean, it's the cool factor. It's the I'm fucking cool, which I would like to be fucking cool. I want to um, be cool, too. But you don't make money. So when you go into Sephora or Ulta, you have to sell it to them for like 60% off what you would sell. And then you have to be able to restock those items when they're out. That's so important for you guys to listen to. It I know is, it's yeah. the goal to like yeah. have your brand associated with one of these one of these stores, but think about your numbers and the money you're taking home also and and what your end game with the product is. Yeah. Okay, go on with that. So I sell it by myself and we sell it online and And you guys do so well. Yeah, we do. We do really good. We're in um f- over 400 salons right now with wow. no marketing at all. Um, like no, like other than me saying on Instagram, do you want to sell KBB, which I don't even do. Um, we're in 400 salons the last time I checked. Do you work with a PR company? No. It's all posting it. That and is amazing. it's also because it's good work. It's it quality products. Yeah. So people aren't returning things and they're using it and they believe in it and then they want it. And mm-hmm. I teach you guys how to sell it, how to do it. It's just if you sell someone something good, they will trust you forever. Mm-hmm. My clients ask me, 
where to get married. Like literally I had a client who I love and she was like, should I get married in Catalina or Palm Springs? I'm like, absolutely Palm Springs. I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, first of all, you are not Catalina. That's Uh not your vibe. Mm -hmm. But they trust your opinion because they know you're not bullshitting them. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. don't sell me shit. Sell me something that works. If you like my clients buy stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, they go to my hair person. They go to you. They all mm-hmm. want to see Vanessa. Kelly I always say I'll text Vanessa. Endless amount of referrals. Not I that have you to have any this. room for any of well, them. Well, now I don't because you started off referring to me like four years ago or something like that. It's been <laughs> amazing. so amazing. I think that that's really important to bring up for injectors out there who are trying to figure out how do I grow my business? How do I gain more patience? You guys have to really check out in your community who are the statement makers, who are the, you know, area people in your area who are like the known stylists or known known brow gurus, um, all of the artists in your area that you can collab with that you feel like you align yourself with. It there's so much to it when I mean Kelly has the biggest mouth possible and the best biggest. possible weight. Like she yes. will tell I mean she meets 500 new women a month she'll tell all of them about you that's I mean it's so valuable yeah and then I just make sure my kill is taken care of you know what I mean thanks so so that's also something I teach too one network 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 every single person that walks in front of you is a possible client even like so I do brows right we have what's your name Mark. We have Mark here. We have Mark here. He probably is not coming in for his brows, but I bet he has a sister or a mom or a girlfriend or someone who wants to come in. So there we go. We have a client. We have two women. We have uh, Byron. Byron. Byron's second shout out of the day. Yeah. So anyways, the point is that everyone is a possible client. Be nice to everyone. You never know what anyone does. Oh, yeah. Or who they are. Not that that even matters, but you should still be nice to everyone. Um, and everyone can come get something done. Yeah. You know, especially, and, and that's the thing too, with, I always say like, there's no competition because every single person in the world has a face, has brows. Mm-hmm. They can go anywhere for Botox. They can mm-hmm. go anywhere for brows. Like it, it's all about you and your relationship with people Absolutely. to get them to come back. Yeah. Right? And if you're a stylist and you're starting your own business and you're trying to grow, invite hair people in, invite makeup artists in, invite my gynecologist comes in. Yeah. So perfect. Actually, I don't even call her my gyno. She's really my OB. She delivered my child. Oh my my son's almost 14. She could be both. And she comes in and we, we trade services. <laughs> yeah. I love it's it. It's the best thing ever. My, my girlfriend, it. Patty, who owns um, Barton Prayer, which is a fabulous, expensive glasses. Yes. I get fancy glasses and she gets free brows. So wonderful. So I'll do her brows as much as it takes to get like $400 glasses. So... You're so amazing. Fun little perks. There's so many different ways to build and grow. And, Absolutely. You know, leverage your skill. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Pimp I question, yourself out. Pimp yourself people. out to a certain degree. Uh, I don't want to see you on Holt Boulevard. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about being a working mom, being an entrepreneur that's killing it, is employing a lot of her family. A lot of people lean on you. Your employees lean on you. And you also have a super handsome, wonderful son who I absolutely love. Tell me how you balance that. Because I know even when we spoke together at the Be Social series, that day you almost didn't come because you were like, I need to put family first. Something's going on. Yeah. How do you, where do you draw the line and how do you balance all of that? 
Well, you know, at the end of the day, my son is always going to come first. My family is always going to come first. Um, but we also do have work and we have to be responsible and we have to, you know, do the things that we need to do to provide for our children and our families. So it really just depends on the situation. Um, one ex- example is Cardi B. I had gotten asked to do her. I'd never done her before. And it was my son's sports awards. And his dad was not around to go to the event. And um, I wasn't going to let my son be given an award in front of everybody with no family there. Yeah. So I said no. And, Oof. you know, it is what it is. That's a and tough one. Yeah. It, I mean, it's Cardi B, but I mean, it's my tough, kids, but it's not I don't tough. care yeah. who you are. Like, my kid's always going to be the most important. Yes. Yes, I want to do Cardi, but Cardi's yes. going to have to wait. And even with the Kardashians, sometimes I'm like, listen, I can't do it today. Yeah. And you have to, like, sometimes I do have to do it. I got asked to go on Halloween for a client, and I was like, I got to go. Yeah. But at, but if I can, I'm always going to try my best to, to to have my family as the priority. Right. You know, it, it, it it's just, it's balance, and every day is different. Yeah. Every day, every single day yes. is a juggling act. So even yeah. today, I was like, we got to do this early because I got to go. We're downtown and I have to go to Santa Monica to pick up my son from school <laughs> so that he can go out with his friends after. Yeah. And I'm also a fun mom, too. Like, you know, you are really fun. I try to be. I remember on Halloween, he was like, Mom, I'm going to go through your stuff because I need a costume. And you're <laughs> like, well, you have this choice and this choice. <laughs> no, he asked me at 10 o'clock the night before. Yeah. Um, Do you have red sweats or a white beanie? I'm like, no, I don't like <laughs> like what are you trying to be he's like papa smurf i'm like yeah that's not <laughs> happening <laughs> so i gave him a blue snoop dog shirt and that was his blue smurf shirt oh my god it's perfect yeah whatever okay so I how try. do you find time okay you're a mom now we've covered you're an ent- successful entrepreneur you're a mom do you have a social life i do have a social life tell me how you have room for a social life at this point i mean I just, I mean, I, I work a lot. We do travel a lot. I have a lot of things scheduled like you. Um, but just because I love you, I'm here. Um, but I <laughs> did. You. Y- yeah. To- I, y- this is my first podcast, by the way. I'm so excited. Just you saying. popped your podcast cherry, baby. You, yes, you did. Um, but I, you have to have some something going on for yourself yeah. as well. Yeah. Otherwise, you just, I mean, it's just too hard. Um, and it is hard. I, you know. People ask me out, and sometimes the schedule just doesn't work. So well, I think you're such is. a people person also that maybe some personalities don't need too much of that, but I feel like someone like you and I, we need to, yeah, you know, just relax, release, let go, have a good night with I the girls. Love, I love being Girl with my night. girls. I really just enjoy my friends. Me too. My girlfriends. Yeah. Like, we could, do, we could sit in my bed. Like, yes. I have a handful of friends that will come over just to hang out in my bed. Yeah. Like, not kidding. Yeah. They call Your it bed the cloud. Is notorious. It is notorious. It's it is a cloud. Sad. I've been in that bed multiple <laughs> my times. My friend from New York was like, hey, I'm in town. Can we just hang out in your bed? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing better than girl time. I, I was yeah. talking to someone yesterday. We were getting ready to go somewhere. I think it was a training. And I was like, There's nothing better than getting ready with your girls or just sitting around with your girls and even just driving with girls. I feel like it's so fun. The actual event usually doesn't seem to play out as fun as you always think it's going to be it's like the being with your girls i'm always like let's do this let's hike let's brunch let's go here (laughs) even on my birthday we went to mexico we had all these things planned we did nothing but hang out by the pool the whole time and drank which i'm totally okay with fun 
It was so much fun. It was fun. Okay, so what's in the future for your company? What can we expect in 2020, the Justin Timberlake experience? Wow. So, like... (laughs) I just got a note to sit up straight. Because we're on video. We're on YouTube now, like my aunties would say. We're on YouTube. Okay, tell me. That's funny. Um, (laughs) Well, we are about to meet with a company who is a chain store um that is a waxing business that might carry our line i think there's 150 stores wow so that would be really cool um we are doing just a lot of shows like yeah you know i'm really big in like manifesting and putting out there what i want to do how do you work on manifestation i just talk about it like i just to myself right so like do you talk about it with other people or is it just um, to yourself it's it both it's both so for travel I always tell my best friend Natalie yeah I'm like I want to I just want to go anywhere what if like I want to go to Australia we just went to Australia yeah I, I, I my goal was to be flown somewhere to do brows and the first time was the middle effing east like the middle east like we got flown to the middle fucking east that's okay that's amazing yes it was the craziest coolest experience so you say it out loud and you say I want this to happen yeah, and it's been happening we got flown to the Middle East. We got flown to Australia. We've gone to Canada. Um, we we were about to go to Ireland. We just had a phone call Ooh, with people in Ireland. Nice. Yeah. It's really effing cool. That's fantastic. For eyebrows. I mean, brows are... Tell me how oh, you explain I have to, to really people. quickly, though, fast forward to Cardi B because I did end up doing her. And my coolest Cardi B experience... Well, one, I took you with me one time. I was there with Cardi B. I wasn't going to say anything until she just said it, saying. but I'm just saying. I was like, um, Vanessa, <laughs> get your shit together. We're going to Cardi B. What time did you call me? I don't know, but you don't always answer your phone. It's, ever. I'm the worst. She never with... answers Well, it's because and I'm putting to my text family messages. first at home. No, no. You need to be able to at least look at it. It could be emergency. I know. You're right. So she, I think Kelly calls me sometime in the evening. It's all. It's like early evening. And she goes, answer your so phone, cool. bitch. She texts me first. Answer your phone, bitch. And I, <laughs> and I call her and I'm like, hey. And she was like, get your shit packed. We're going to Cardi B. And I was like. I was like, what? And I was like, oh, my God, babe, I'm going to have to go. And he was like, no, you're staying here. You just got here. And I was like, Kelly called me. It's Cardi B. And he's like, bye. And like right away, like I left to go get everything. And then, I mean, you take over from here. Well, it was, I mean, that's the thing. Like if I'm going to be able to do someone cool and I have a cool friend that can do cool things too, I'm taking my cool friend also. Just want to be cool. Yeah, well, but it is, it is, but also too, you're amazing at what you do. So I'm not going to refer people who aren't great. And if I'm referring someone great like you, then they trust me more because I've referred my fabulous friend, Vanessa. Yes. Thank you. I had such a good time with you that night and she looked amazing. She's sweet. But my cool experience was getting flown to the Met Gala to do her. I mean, that was the fucking like... So, so that was the first time that I actually got flown somewhere specifically just for brow. No, that's not true. Same people, the Middle East people. But anyways, a celebrity flew me. They flew me to New York to do her brows for, for the, the Met. For I the Met. I remember seeing the behind the scenes with you in it. In the, the Vogue Met video. Is fucking huge. Yeah. So that was that was a goal. Because I people- too would like, I'm going to manifest this. I want to be flown out for the Met. I just put it out for there. A, for, yeah. For, for some glowing red carpet facial. facial. Mm-hmm. There we're you go. go. We're going together. That was amazing. 
Ching, ching. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some beauty secrets and tips now. Oh, no. what, okay, so before I get to that, tell me what you feel like is the worst trend right now with brows. What are you like? Uh, people stop I thought doing you were this. Say just brow uh, faces. I was going to say all kinds of things. We can get to that too. But right. brows I, I don't want first. To. Um, <laughs> I guess microblading. Tell me about microblading. What do people need to understand about microblading that they need to hear from a brow guru? That it does not go away. It is a tattoo on your face. If you have a tattoo, I have a tattoo on my finger. This is never going away. They say it fades over time and you retouch it. To all the people that have tattoos, do you go over a tattoo? No. The answer is no. So you're not going to go over two or three times because they tell you to do touch-ups three times on your face. They spread. See my brow? My O is fat. <laughs> it used to be skinny. It spread. Do you want that on mm. your face? No. Anyone in this room can do microblading. You don't have to have a license. You don't have to have anything. Isn't that to do so it. crazy? There's like very little regulation with who can actually None, do that. Zero. And it's a permanent treatment on so your I, face. So I had this one client who had the most beautiful brows and she came in after getting microblading and I was like, you just fucked your face, man. Like, she's like, what do I do? I'm like, honestly, there's nothing you can do. So what do you say to someone who's like, no, it depends on who does it? Show me their portfolio. <laughs> Ask for photos. Yeah. Okay. So my other best friend, Jenny, she has thin brows. She's had her brows microbladed. Hers look good for her. So it is for the person who has thin over tweezed brows. Mm -hmm. If they have alopecia, mm -hmm. if they have a scar, if they have just no hair, mm -hmm. if they are a cancer patient. Mm -hmm. It is a good thing for people who need it. It is not for everybody. It is not for people like anyone in the room here. Like we all, if you have eyebrows, you don't need microblading. Okay, that's great. I think people need to know that for sure. For sure. Yeah, because a lot of people come in and they're like, oh, what do you but suggest also, for microblading? But they have nobody. like full bushy brows already. It's and just, I'm like, what in the world would you ever need that for? Well, they're like, well, I just don't want to fill in my brows. I'm like, well, you have to brush your teeth every day. Just fill in your brows. <laughs> don't fuck your it's face. The same. Well, also, Sorry. I think what's really Excuse important is that I've had patients come in who about 10 years ago have had lipstick tattoo or okay. lip shading and your lips change over time the yeah. shape changes the elasticity and the tissue changes the collagen changes and so what styles happened change. was styles change. change no one uses that red so orange color was, anymore she had like a double set of lips and this woman was in her 50s she yes. had it done in her late 30s Weird. or early 40s and it just looked ridiculous and there was no way for her to really try to remove it she There's tried not. doing tattoo removal it doesn't always work out and, and it, it was a nightmare crazy painful yeah i had a is. client who had my who had microblading and then started tattooing over it with white no this is ridiculous to try to cover the tattoo yeah these days people are also doing like tattooing into the skin in dark circles Ooh. of like skin like that. flesh colored and yeah. it always looks like tattoo it does not look like your skin all of a sudden is brighter it's really strange no just go see vanessa she'll fix it for just you just go see both of us exactly okay um, what is the weirdest beauty secret you've ever tried out? Shaving my face. Oh, yes. Tell me about this because you do it regularly. I do. So you're ahead of the game. And I tell my clients too. No, no. Dermaplaning. Uh, Dermaplaning. So which is even totally weirder too. So I don't even think you're allowed to technically dermaplane in a spa. Right. Which is so silly. It's shaving. It's shaving. It's literally shaving. So think about it, people. If you're getting dermaplaned, it is a little razor on a little stick 
that they go like this and it shaves the hair off your face, the peach fuzz. So you can take your razor at home and do the same thing. <laughs> I do it to my face all the time. Do I have a beard? No. Yeah. I'm just taking the fuzz off and then my face looks glowy and I get comp- I do get complimented a lot. You, I mean, and your skin's amazing. I am 41 and I do tell people I have no, no shame that Vanessa fixes my face. I don't fix you. You do stuff. I help And they enhance. say, what do you do? I said, I don't know. I just let her do it. I just boop, 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 sprinkle a yeah, little. She's like, what are we dust. doing today? I'm like, whatever you think. What should we do today? <laughs> but that's another thing that I think is super important, too, is like I'll, I had a client who, who was it? Oh, I know. I had a client who, ha- like, obviously, all parts of our faces are, it's not symmetrical. Right. Right. So I had one client whose brow is higher than the other. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I said, you should probably maybe, and I know her. I'm not just saying it to a random person. Maybe go get some Botox on one of the sides mm-hmm. to either lift the other one or lower mm-hmm. one. And I felt comfortable saying that because I know her as my friend. Mm-hmm. But I know that actually helps. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, people were like, no, I'll just get it when I'm older. No, people. The whole point of it is to get it now so you don't have wrinkles when you're older. It's preventative. It is very preventative. Right? Now, I know people who have and I don't do gotten facelifts well, do in do their like late 20s, early 30s. Ugh. And the, and the surgeon has convinced them to do it because they said it was preventative. A facelift is not preventative. No. Botox can be preventative. Microneedling can be just good skincare routines can be preventative. But definitely, but like Botox is preventative. No, 100%. like I don't want to I mean, be telling I've been doing people it something since I was that's twenty three. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And your face is perfect. Yeah. Uh, thank you that's so nice no it is it's so pretty but also i don't i mean i'm 33 now and it's like telling you you're so pretty oh my god you're so pretty oh my god you're so good at what you do you're so pretty though (laughs) you're so pretty i'm actually sweating and i'm hot right now i'm sweating and i'm keeping my arms so close to me because i don't want you to smell my bo right now okay so can you tell me what your favorite beauty trick is for someone when they're working on their own brows at home i know that you've explained this a million times but if they're doing it at home Say they they purchase KBB like to to, to fill in. Yes, um, I would say the highlighter. The highlighter is my favorite. I love the highlighter. When I started using the highlighter, I feel like it changed how I did my brows because I could clean up so nicely, yeah. and it just made the color in my brow pop. Are you sure you know what you're talking about? Yeah, the one you you gave me. So there's two tones. There's like a lighter one that didn't work out for me, and then oh, there's the darker the one. Yeah, the tan. Okay, so we have light and tan. She's the like, highlighter you know what the you fuck put. you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to think about the steps that she's saying. So Underneath. The, so, but the cool thing about the highlighter is that it, it, one, it, the whole point of it is to make your eyebrows pop, right? And your eyes stand out. But if you have holes in your brows, it's going to conceal and camouflage. What do you mean areas. holes in your brows? Like, so I have over tweezed brows. Right? Oh, okay. So they used to be really far apart. I have holes all in here, um, but I fill it in with makeup. But with the highlighter... It's soft and creamy and it goes over like so I have times of new hair growth that have come in because I've been yeah. using my new brow, brow growth. Well, oh, my Jesus, I can't even say it. My new brow growth, growth, my new brow serum, new brow serum that makes your brows grow. Yes, exactly. What's the active ingredient in it? How does it make oh, the you hair grow? Me these things. How did so you just used it and you were like, this is working. Yes. Amazing. Fail. Big fat fail. No, because I, so, so that kind of stuff when it comes to science or math, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like it doesn't work for my brain, but it, I do test everything. Like and you know million, what works. I've been testing brow serums for like five years. 
It's your serums, everything long. you have though is cruelty free. Correct. Yes, 100%. Yeah. That I know. TMI. <laughs> Vanessa's a freak. She I says things that like blows my mind. Ooh, I don't get, say. Can we get this on tape real quick? Um, I mean, so. It's on. I gifted something to my assistant. It was a Victoria's Secrets bag. Is it Victoria's Secret? Does she have one secret or multiple? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. I think it's just Victoria's Secret. So I gave her a VS bag and I was like, oh, give this to your mom. I think, I mean, if if you know anyone who wants to use this, like I have like an extra bag. Little did I know there was one of my vibrators in it and she because i just toss them and hide them anywhere when the kids walk in a room so no i way. gave it to her i'm she embarrassed and uncomfortable <laughs> listening to this story she gave it to her mother oh her mother opens <laughs> the bag shut up my vibrator is staring her in the face and she goes oh Ew. is this a microdermabrasion <gasps> tool or no. something Oh my God. She puts she it to put it her, her face. face. She, and she was like, oh, this is a, oh, because she reads it. And it, Vanessa, what is it called? It's called the satisfier. So she was like immediately, oh shit, this is weird. And then I get a text from my assistant later on that night saying the best thing just happened. My mom opened the Victoria's Secrets bag and your vibrator was in it. And I was like, which one? And she was like, the satisfier. And I was like, oh, shit, I have like a million of those. Like, if you want some, no, I can I'm give so you some. I was like, out. oh, my God, that's so I'm crazy. I'm completely grossed out. No. Gross it, and gross. It was And hilarious. I would be fucking mortified. Mortified. I thought it was I great. I didn't like and talking about closer them. To them. I think it's weird. It was a bonding moment. I thought it Who'd was great. Who'd you bond with? Her mom? Her mom and her at the same well, time. Well, bonding for her. She just put your her stuff on her, your, so her face. So here's the kicker. She came over Gross. the next day and Ew. I go, I literally, one of my patients is a sex therapist. She's a very well-known sex therapist. And she comes in and gifts me tons of sex toys i mean all the time it looks like a weird ass dungeon in my house where really it's the laundry room if you open up a cabinet and so the next day she came over and i was like hey i've got some things for you if give me the one that your mom had back because that's mine and here's some more for you so i gave some for to her to her mother and it was a whole thing i have i have all these boxes of vibrators it's healthy I'm not okay it's anatomy and natural this women's health. This is not health. Dr. Ruth. It's a <laughs> this is the Vanessa show. <laughs> so, yeah, Gross. maybe I'm a little nasty. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Madonna. See, I told you. She's Madonna. Nasty. Mixed company. Mixed company. Yes. There's certain things you don't oh talk God, about with mixed company. Oh, my God. That's what your says. Yeah, mixed company. Yeah, okay. I don't want to know about your mixed company really mixed quickly. Company. You say things fr- in front of certain people, but you I don't say, say things, things in front of you. I don't want to talk about your things. They're Kelly's your things. mom is so proper, yes. and sometimes I when the girls get around well. her, her face is mortified. mortified. And I'm like, this is just combo. My mom We're calls just, it just mixed open. company. You don't watch a movie that has sex scenes in it with your parents. It's well, Weird. I didn't choose that, but my mom took me to go see Soul Food when I was 12, and that was awkward as fuck, but I sat through it. I get it from her. Get it from Betty Brown. She's hella inappropriate. That's her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds inappropriate. <laughs> but no, okay. like it's just mixed company. Okay? Let's take the you best don't. turn possible. I, I but on the mixed company thing, I will say one one really really funny thing. I said to my son, "Who's your favorite?" 
and I said it better be me and I, and he said why and I said because you came out of my vagina that's why hey and he about died he oh thought it was God. the funniest he's thing so cute. which was funny I mean I, I don't know where Wait, it came can from you tell I just them how old it. your son is so they don't think he's four <laughs> that would be he's okay a, too though <laughs> he's almost 14 he's 14 he's and full-on he's like teenager tall He's the cutest. He's so handsome. Yes. Okay, so let's wrap up. We always talk about a segment called Self Care Club. Self Care Club. Self Care Club. And we go over <laughs> Kelly's face right now. We go over one you know thing we've been for her doing. <laughs> well, obviously that's a must. What do you What do you do to take care of yourself? What have you been doing in this past week to make sure that you've been taking care of yourself? Um, well, I went on two hikes. Yay me. Where at? One was in Valencia, and it was three hours long. Why so long? Because Celine, who oh, my our friend, of course. is the hiker, and she took me, and, and she said... Her it, body's insane. Yeah, her body's great. Um, I actually survived. I mean, obviously, I'm here, but uh, it wasn't really that bad, but my hip bones, my hip, my joints killed after. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I feel good, like, being in nature. I yeah, like. I just like just the wind and like the ocean to be honest like it just makes me feel calm do you like going fishing um the only place i've gone fishing is troutdale what <laughs> it's a man a it's a fake it's a fake lake where they put trout in it and you pay them to catch trout it's okay. like you take kids that's ridiculous okay what about um camping do you camp no i'll glamp oh i'll glamp, I'll glamp. Let's glamp. i'm gonna go to um i, I want to go to palm springs next week to glamp well yeah just no, to you're gonna away. be at the parker no, and she's I like don't. i'm glamping listen <laughs> i don't want to go out and drink and I, i've done all of that i've done the drinking the dancing the I, I i'm over the hangovers like i'll drink and have a cocktail and you know have fun and be buzzed with my friends but i don't want to feel like shit the next day yeah, i want to yeah I which just, is why I, I just smoke weed instead okay so i can't do that either so my it's mom terrible. gave me CBD like your mom gave you <sighs> CBD. It was the worst. I got totally high. Mixed company. This is the best. Yeah, no, because um, why for sleep? I think because I don't sleep well. Yeah, and it they're does like help drops, sleep. right? So tincture. she was like, "This one doesn't." Yeah, tincture. Yeah, I think yeah. tincture. You tinked it. So I so she's like, "Take one aspirin." I'm like, "One aspirin's not going to do anything for me. Take three. Yeah. So the tincture. Of you're supposed to do like one little drop. I did mm -hmm. like two big ones, mm -hmm. and I was watching this movie, and I was like, I think I'm high. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so stoned right now. I'm like, dude, my mom just got me high, and I told her she's like, it was only. It's not supposed to make you high. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm telling you, I was just tripping on a movie. Like it got me high. What? How did you? How did you feel? I didn't like it. I don't what like was the it. feeling. Like try to describe. I'm like it. paranoid. I overthink shit. I'm like overanalyzing. 16 oh and pregnant God. the tv show 16 shrooms. and pregnant <laughs> i'm just kidding no. i never tried shrooms no. okay fantastic well thank you so much for joining us you know i adore you so much and i love you I adore you more. do you have any other bits that you want the world to know i think we covered it yeah yeah we're good cbd vibrators brows we got it all ew no no and perfect brows, yes. i love it love you. thank bye. you love you bye <laughs>